Welcome to On the Air with Sonny Clark, your internet radio source for all things Rowlett in the surrounding areas. Join Sonny Clark as he talks to vital people in the area on subjects that affect Rowlett. Listen for the community's calendar, sports, politics, and more. So now, here's Sonny Clark. Okay, everybody, welcome into On the Air with Sonny Clark. Of course, it is me, Sonny Clark, as we go over all the things that are going on in Rowlett. The big, big time show going on. We got the Eagle recap that is going to be coming up for you as well uh, in this show. We got a lot of things that are going on here in the community as well. So we're going to take a look at the community calendar and all the things and activities that are going to be going on here as we get close to election time and that's the big thing that is going on whether you're a Trump supporter whether you're not a Trump supporter whether you have somebody in mind if you're going to go outside the two party and vote because you're sick of it and those kind of things and that that leads me to start off our show here as far as my thinking on what's going on uh, and, and I guess everybody has an opinion, but they don't have the actual way of getting it out there. They don't have the platform I actually do. And we there's lots of reasons to argue back and forth about who should be the guy or girl, lady or thug or punk or just... Now, soon to be convict. Whatever you want to call the two party uh, candidates, there's a lot of things going on. Now, before I even talk about this, and, and before I'll let you know where I'm going here, okay, I just want to let you know I get it. I completely get what's going on as far as a vote on the Green Party or a third party or whatever the case. I completely get it. Oh, your vote's going to be end up being Democrat. Blah blah blah. Or you vote this way, it'll end up. To, I, here's what I'm going to put out there, these guys. I, I'm I'm at the point where I don't care. I don't care where the vote is. I'm just not gonna take my time and see what's going on on every newscast. By the way, every single day, something coming up. Whether it's someone throwing trash or throwing dirt on a situation or someone saying something about someone and, you know, the two parties, this is an absolute joke. This year it is. And and we can argue back and forth what was good, what was bad in the past, and we can always do that. But, man, you can't even turn on CNBC any newscast without the lead-in being these two fools acting like fools. And, and, and I know I am. I know I'm making people mad by making these statements. Don't, don't get me wrong. Completely understand it. And I get why someone will want to vote their party. I get, I get all the reasonings. But I... My big thing, when I look at the state of our country, okay, and I look at the third party folks, and and I'm not ta- I'm I'm not talking 
the uh, the, the guys that are going to win. No question. A Democrat or Republican is going to win this election. I'm not under any illusions at all. I just look at this whole thing and I've got to ask myself the question, how can I vote for this person? I mean, really, when you think about it, I've got to ask that question. Looking at everything and all the things that are uh, being said. And how it's being said. Who's saying it. All these things, when you think about your president and who you want. When I tell you that, would someone take the time, please, and take a look at Jill Stein for president. Now, I'm not saying that I, I obviously believe that she's going to win this election, but I can't vote for the two that are there. Whether it be Donald Trump, which I don't know if he believes half the garbage that he puts out there, but... It, resorting to making fun of people and their appearances and stuff like that, that's juvenile. And I really honestly believe that our office of our candidates, of our president, has got to be above making fun of people. I, I've got to believe that. And the juvenile uh, attacks on Hillary Clinton from Donald Trump makes me sick to my stomach. Now, on the other hand, when I look at Hillary Clinton, folks, I want to tell you, I wanted to vote for this lady. I really did. I wanted to go ahead and go out and make the vote, but I'm listening to her and, and listening to, you know, maybe her accusations back and forth or, or she's just answering for herself, but here's what I'm going to tell you. I... All the things that have been going on that are being pulled out, you know, she's not the most honest person. And believe me, I'm not under any illusion also that any of these candidates are too honest. But I guess I'm tired of it. Are you tired of this? And I ask that because I think, I think I'm kind of in touch. Or maybe I'm out of touch when it comes to politics. I, that, that's probably true. But I can't, I just cannot go to the booth and pick one of these two. So much so that I am going to vote for Jill Stein. I'm putting it out there for everybody. And you can get back with me. You can jump on my Facebook, make fun of me, and, and tell me I'm crazy. Go ahead and do that. I want you to do that. And then after you're done doing that, I want you to ask yourself, are you sick of it yet? And folks, I don't think people are sick of it. They're, they're ready to rock and roll with this candidates that are going out there. And, and there's just no way. Now, I also get, again, Joe Stein has about a chance of becoming president, as I am, to get back down to 200 pounds. Those that know me know that would be one hell of a stretch. 
but I can't in good faith anymore, you know, and I hear, and I don't know, I mean, it just depends on who you believe, a vote for Joe Stein's a vote for Hillary Clinton. I don't, but guys, I just can't be the one, or be one that helps one of these two goofballs running for the presidency of this country and acting like juvenile idiots. I won't, I'm not going to be one to vote for them. And I don't care who the vote's for. I can honestly say, when we are talking about this in a couple of years, about scratching our head going, how did this woman, or how did this guy become president? And I don't want to be subject. I don't want to be party to it. The Republicans really dropped the ball. And, and I, I will say this about Trump. He's got a genius plan. But I don't know. And his plan is actually quite good. To get the outrage in this country up in arms. To get the people who normally don't vote out to vote. And I think they're going to accomplish that. But it's not going to be for his side. I think we're going to get some of those people. But here's what I think. People that want to vote for Trump okay, who are not regular voters, the question's going to be, will they listen to who's winning the polls and will they waste their time to go out? If Hillary Clinton, as far as all the things that I'm reading, then I could be wrong or listening, but this is just, I, I just sat through five days. I was on vacation in Arizona. I just sat and listen for five days because my dad and my brother, they really are into this. And they want to hear, it's like they want to pick apart what's being said by both candidates, by the way. One's going to vote one way, one's going to vote the other, my understanding. Or if not, they're going to vote for uh, Hillary Clinton. But here's what I'm going to tell you. is I, How does anybody stomach it? I mean, I, I will tell you. When, you. when you work or listen to the same nonsense over and over sooner or later you're like if I hear this or see this I, I think I'm going to throw up so I got the question asking me Sonny why are you going to vote for Jill Stein I'm going to tell you straight out it's because I'm not going to vote for those two and and I don't want the lesser of two evils I'm going to tell you that Jill Stein couldn't do any worse than those two that are in there couldn't do any worse I don't care, I'm almost to the point where I don't even care what her politics are, although I know because I have done the research and I like what I'm seeing, but even if I didn't know, I wouldn't vote for those two and not even doing any research, just wouldn't do it. If I wasn't into the elections and the importance of voting, I wouldn't do two seconds of background on Jill Stein, walk in and chip her name before I do, do Trump or Hillary Clinton. Are, are, are any of you like that with me? You're like, God, I got to vote for one of these two? No, you don't. By the way, there is a third party. Again, I get the fact that she's not going to win. I don't even think that she's under any crazy illusion that she will. But here's my thing. If we get enough people to actually go out and vote for Jill Stein... Or or a third party, and then we won't be so roped into being, the, you know, Republican, Democrat. You know, you you don't have to. 
Now, the last time this country that has not had a republic or democratic system, okay, was our first president, and that was George uh, uh, George Washington. Ever since then, it's been either or, or along that line. So, here we are. How many years later? How's that? Uh, how's that working for us here? At least as of late. How's that working for us? Whatever happened to the day and age where you sat and you listened to a candidate and actually listened to what they said instead of being influenced by all the things that can be spread out about Hillary Clinton or Trump? Whether it's Trump and his weave. By the way, his weave is enough not to vote for him, by the way. Because <laughs> you can tell he's a liar all already. But I guess he's had... I, I was informed he's had that actually surgically in his head. So he actually has a surgically implanted weave. So I get—I don't know if you want to call that a lie or not. Or it, you know, Hillary Clinton and her nonsense. Now, the thing here is, is when you vote outside your party, you've got to completely understand that it's going to take not this election, maybe not even the next election, but bring awareness to a third party, the Green Party. And they might as well call the party, God, I'm just so sick of it party. Because that's where I am. And folks, I don't dive into politics as much as some people do. I don't. My good friends uh, on Facebook that are sponsors of this show, I know they dive into it big time. All they got to do is look at their Facebook page. And here's the thing. I don't deny the people who they want to vote for. I'm just got to just, I'm so sick of it. I can't stand it. To whereas I'm at a point where I had to do other research. Now, there's a couple of them that are out there, but at least Jill Stein has been trying to get on the national scale, which is almost impossible because it's set up by these two people where Jill Stein's not being hurt. They're stifling her because even the media knows that she can't win, so they're not wasting too much time with her. But as we move forward in the years to come, making a legitimate third party for people to have a, someone else to vote for. Because let's just say after four years, we get another setup of two people that have, and, and, and I'm just going to say it. First of all, Donald Trump, he does not have the credentials to be president. I'm sorry he doesn't. I mean, it, it, all you got to do is just listen to him talk. He doesn't have the demeanor. He doesn't have that. And out of all the people that can actually pull the trigger on a bomb being flying, I sure in the hell don't want this guy who is obviously some kind of mental defect going on as far as his anger is concerned, be in charge of blowing up the world and not realizing the consequences of his actions because he just spews off at the mouth. He's saying a lot of things that a lot of people want to hear. But when you're talking politics and making decisions for your country, you can't be flip. You can't be off the cuff. You can't just be emotional immediately. You have to realize what's going on, do research, have your people do their research, and listen to them. Instead of being so closed-minded, oh, we'll just bomb them. Oh, we'll, we'll, let's just get rid of them. I'll just pull the trigger. 
I don't trust that guy not to be like that. And I just don't get it. It's horrible to me that we can have a person like that into this White House. I'm not going to say who's going to win or no. I mean, because you can't believe polls. I mean, depending on if you're watching one show or another, whether it be Fox, CNBC, they have a poll to support who's winning for their own agendas. But when you've got a guy that can just fly off the handle, that's got to scare you. And then on the other side with Hillary Clinton, the reason why she scares me is is because of her way of presenting herself. The, the fact that she doesn't own up to things. Now, granted, if she owns up to things, maybe she gets arrested. I don't know. Maybe I can't blame her. But at the same time, she doesn't own up to any of her past baggage and no, one, and no one's questioning her, or they are. She, she's completely ignoring it. I, see, and that's where I'm at. Jill Stein... This lady's a doctor, for God's sake. You can't really find too much, you know, really to spew about her. Yeah, and she doesn't have the political experience. I get it, but but it, 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 uh, Donald Trump surely doesn't have it. And it's questionable tactics that's coming from a Hillary Clinton. You've, you've got to open up yourself to a third party to look at it, at least. And it's, it, like I said, I'm not, I'm not blind. I am not under an illusion or to know that Jill Stein doesn't have a snowball chance of hell of winning this election. But I just can't be the one that puts her there. I want to uh, yeah, I want to be the one later on to be able to say, yeah, I didn't vote for either one of them. Americans deserve solutions that are not spewed by past discretions or a guy that you know that may have mad cow disease it seems like to me whether it's economical social environmental you know or a broken obviously a broken political system because if 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 Donald Trump can be a person that can run this country there's something wrong with our political system and, folks, I'm going to tell you that it's only going to get worse if we just continue putting Republicans and Democrats in there. You know, and, and, and I get it, and I understand everything that's going on. Here's the thing. We realize it; it's not going to happen. But Jill Stein at least is putting herself out there to be that... First one, they really make a move towards outside it. And I've heard people would love to have Jesse Ventura. I wouldn't necessarily mind Jesse Ventura. Because the guy obviously knows the law. Now, you can laugh at him as far as him being a former wrestler, but this is a guy who served two terms as the governor of Minnesota and said no to a lot of governmental BS which a lot of people would think they'd go there. But he's not going to be able to be on the... He's just not doing that for what reason, I don't know. So, you know, for those that are making their still their decisions on where they want to vote, please take a look at JillStein2016.com. That's all I'll say. And maybe, maybe what she says will make some sense to you. Maybe it won't, but... God, somebody's got to be better than our than our party that we got going on. I don't know. Maybe it's me.
And, and that's just one thing that I look at. And I don't normally come out here. I'm just saying don't vote. I, and by the way, this city of Rowlett, I'm going to tell you right now, we'll have a great voting. I don't have to tell people to go out and vote because this is a presidential election. Okay, so that usually grabs everybody's interest. But make sure you know about the other issues that are going on as far as that's concerned. Get a hold of one of those voting ballots so you know who's on there to where you can go and you can do your research and vote for the proper people that you want. Okay, only person I'm going to endorse is is Joe Stein. Now... I don't know what my endorsement means for, for anybody or what my thinking is of that. But I am just a voter who is tired of it. You've got to be tired of it. And, and this is not a he said, she said, uh, Obama is the problem or you know someone else is the problem. No, this is a country problem. And yes, we look to our leaders to solve problems or, or they create problems. That's just what you get. So please do your research. And if you wish, check out Jill Stein 2016. I marked that jill2016.com. I thought it was Jill Stein. It's Jill 2016. And find out what she's all about. So... If you if you're sick of everything that's going on, I would hope that you would do more research and just not fall into the hole that it's a Republican or Democrat. Realizing and going in and voting for someone other than Hillary or Donald Trump has got to start somewhere. And realizing, knowing that they're not going to win, but you just can't do it. You just can't do it in good faith. And don't fall for those people who say, well, a vote for uh, Hillary, uh, Jill Stein or a third party is a vote for Hillary Clinton. Who cares? Vote for it. Start. The, in other words, let's go ahead and let's start the movement, I guess. And let's get it set. It's not going to happen. We know it. But sometimes you just got to stand on principle. And for principle's sake, I'm not voting for either one of them. You can get on my Facebook and rip me and tell me what I've gone crazy. And believe me, I realize that there's plenty of places out there in that that you can talk to about as far as my belief as far as the presidential thing. But by the way, that having been said, these next few weeks are going to be imperative. So I'm going to get um, Cindy Burkett back up on her show. I want to talk to her about some of the issues that are going on and her beliefs. I'm also going to go ahead and I finally have made the contact and we're going to go ahead and get the running mate for her on this show not her running mate mark that uh her opponent on this show it took a long time so we're going to get it it wasn't easy but i finally got it figured out and so i will have her um her opponent on this show so be ready for that and hopefully we can hear from her as far as her beliefs and what needs to be changed and things of that sort. Um, so uh, we're going to do that again and try to get a hold of some other folks and get them up on this show so we can be informed. I'm going to do the best I can here. Now, as we're moving closer to these dates, I'm sure that people are not going to be willing to talk to me. But we will try. And that's the only thing I can do is say that we will try. 
So that's where we're at here as far as On the Air with Sonny Clark. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break here on On the Air with Sonny Clark. Of course, it's being brought to you by Western General Contractors uh, for all your general contracting needs around your home or wherever. Make sure you come in contact with Butch Wesson and also um, from Nest Egg Wealth Advisor. Get a hold of my friend Rick Lucas um, over there at Nest Egg Wealth Advisors. I'm sure he will let you know his political side because he's one that I love watching talking about uh, politics. Uh, on the, At least I, I'd rather watch <laughs> Rick Lucas talk about it because he can bring a giggle to your vo- voice. I don't even know who he's going to vote for. Um, not sure. Uh, but it, it's very interesting to see what other people write. Uh, are you like me? You like to kind of jump on some other people's Facebooks and see where they're thinking and what they say and how they say it, why they say it? I'm that kind of guy. Uh, yes, so in other words, I'm a Facebook um, creeper. I'll creep around there and see what people are saying. You know, sometimes I see why people would want to vote for Don't get me wrong. I see why people want to vote for Trump. I also see why people want to vote also for Hillary Clinton. I get it. Folks, I get it. I just wish it was something that we can depend on a little bit more so as far as our votes are concerned. And hopefully everybody takes this election seriously. And that's the only thing I ever wanted anybody to do, is take the election seriously. For every time that you get an opportunity to vote, take this one right here that's coming up, that vote for the president to keep you involved in politics and keep you voting. Because especially in the city of Rowlett, we cannot let less than 2,000 people of our 65,000 population go ahead and make the decisions for this city. That's my biggest complaint as far as Rowlett is concerned. We don't get enough people out to vote for the times that are not important, such as the president. So when you go in and vote, please keep in mind, please keep in mind that when you go out and vote, Make sure you understand the importance of it, not just for this election, but for all elections and all opportunities that you have to go out and vote. I hope that you do that. So let's take a quick break here on the couch. Well, on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We're going to play a section of the Couch Potato Sports Show when we do our Eagles recap as the Eagles took on the Raiders uh, two weeks ago as they were on the bye last week. So we'll be bringing you after the commercial break here our Eagles recap here on the air with Sonny Clark. Glad everybody's able to join us. Make sure you join me up on my Facebook for topics of conversation you want to talk about and things of that sort. Go ahead and hit me up. I'll give you what I think. I, I may be out in left field. Hopefully I'm not too far out in left field that the ball goes over the wall and hits a home run the other way. But that being said, I'll at least put it out there for you if I can, if I seem necessary. So let's do that. So let's take that quick break. Uh, hear from uh, Butch Wesson of Wesson Journal Contracting and, of course, Rick Lucas of Nestec Wealth Advisors. We'll hear from them and other sponsors of this fine program. Hope everybody's having a good day. We'll catch you after the break here on the air with Sunny Clark. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney. 
not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. This is Sonny Clark, Radio Voice, and your Rally at Eagles letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Rally at Fit Body Boot Camp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848, or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. At Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. If you're like me, you want your hot coffee in the morning. But as it's getting closer to summer and getting hotter outside, you'll want something more refreshing and cold. With a surefire menu of cold drinks, Scooters is sure to satisfy. Whether it's iced coffees, blenders, smoothies, or even cold tea, check out Scooters Coffee located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive through so you're sure to get in and out real quick and on to your business. That's Scooters Coffee located in the Timberlake Shopping Center in Rowlett. 
Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover high school sports. So let's do this. Hello, everybody. It's me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio with your 2016-2017 Rowdy Eagles Varsity Football Recap. So here is your Eagle Recap being brought to you by April Ivy of Ivy League Realty. All your realty needs, whether you're buying or selling your home, come in contact with April Ivy at 214-524-8552 or reach her on the web at www.ivyleaguerealty.com. So here's your Eagles recap of the North Garland Raider game. All right, we're ready to kick off. It's kicked, and it's going to be handled by Jackel Davis, and he's going to go ahead. Well, he was going to keep it in the end zone. Now he's running it back. Found the alleys to the 30-yard line now. Now to the 40. Now to midfield 50 to the 40. Good stiff arm to the 30. Stepped out of bounds back there, and they're going to call that a touchdown. I don't know. Let's wait for the call. Touchdown! Rowled Eaglesville. That foot was out on the 32-yard line, <laughs> and it was on our side. I don't know. Well, and it was awfully close. It was that close. Was, I think with the angle though that we have here on uh, here in the stands, it's it'd be kind of hard for us to see along real close to that line. So the Eagles, they go ahead, and it was just a little stutter out into the end zone um, as Jack L. Davis was going to bring it out or, or knee it down, and then he decided to go, and then he decided to think about doing the knee again then he just took off as he caught the North Carolina Raiders sleeping here comes the extra kick Aldana kicks up and it goes downtown for the Rowlett Eagles so after 15 seconds your Rowlett Eagles get up on the board here seven to nothing We're not- yeah and that, that's actually going to go down for a 103 yard uh, kickoff return on that and uh, all uh, David did was just uh, rolled out to the left-hand side, saw a big opening, and was able to scamper down the left sideline. Uh, you know, he, he broke off a couple stiff arms there and uh, was able to get to the end zone. So, with that being said, also some great blocking by Ralph. Yes. There was a, a couple of players that very easily could have been called for a block in the back, but before they hit him, they actually fronted them and was able to make a good block and not be called for that. And then having been said, the stiff arm was amazing right down here at around midfield. That's what broke him in order to break down. But it pushed him toward the sideline. That's where we thought he stepped out of bounds. But that wasn't the case. The Eagles, they go up 7 nothing here, and they're going to go ahead and kick it off. It's almost like everybody's a rival because all these are Garland schools. Yep. They all know each other. They all grew up in the same location. They all play in the, in the younger football leagues against each other. So a lot of these guys know each other. All right, so we've been not arguing about, but discussing the last name of the quarterback. Honesty is what we're going to go for. Looks like honesty. It's spelled like honesty, but I think Bill is right. I think it's honesty. I think you had had the H in it. I think you're right. So here we go. Fake handoff, throws the ball. Ball's caught at the 46-yard line. And what a pop. Parkman just pushed him down, Bill. It, was, it, was, it wasn't even a tackle. He was right in front of him. He just used his arm strength and knocked him right down to no, the ground. And, and uh, that was uh, Connor De- uh, Dagan that uh, caught that. And uh, he was about two yards from the first down. And uh, 
Parkman just came and uh, put a smack on him and went back backwards two yards. Easton shotgun. He's going to take off this time with the option. Finds the hole. Looking to break the tackle near the 40. Now to midfield. And he's going to be brought down at the 48-yard line as big number 33. No, number 32. Wide receiver screen. How about Bet out there on the far side? He read that one, and it was either a choice. He could have intercepted that ball. He went for the tackle. Um, he wanted to go for the sure thing. Good play by Betts. Loss of maybe three. Yeah, about three. So the ball's actually... And Honesty waiting for the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking. Here comes the rush. He's being pushed back to the 10-yard line. Breaks the tackle. And he is just leveled, Bill. Leveled. And the Eagles have the ball. It was a turnover. And or it, I can't tell if it was intercepted, if it was fumble, Bill. Let me know. Did you see? I don't know if you've ever watched the YouTube videos. Yeah, they, they just showed it. He looked like he got hit by a semi-truck and he just left dust in the back. What a play. So here we go. It's going to be first down and 10. And Weeks gets the snap. He's going to find the hole. Gets it. Touchdown! Rowled! Eagles is Weeks just found the hole on the left-hand side. And even Sonny might have been able to run down through that one with a big, big hole. And he was just one step back, and then and he went forward. That was designed play to take Weeks up the middle, and uh, he definitely had a wide-open uh, hole to, to go through. I'm not saying wide open just so you could get through it. I'm saying it was wide. <laughs> it, was, it was big. And so the Eagles have taken the lead 13 to nothing. Now Dana here wants to attack one more on as the kick goes up, and it does go downtown for the Rowlett Eagles. So a breakout on the football field. Here's a break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll be right back. 14 to nothing, 526 left to go here in the first quarter. I was asked sometimes that ready to go. They're going to try to do something. This is their best field position of the night as honestly getting the big rush after the snap. Puts up the fight. It's intercepted. Pushing the ball down to the 30. Now to the 20. Cutting back in. There's a yellow hanky. That'll be a block in the back. But the interception for your Rowlett Eagles, that was Chase Taylor. And he gets in for the touch. I didn't call the touchdown. That's going against the Eagles. So they're going to take it right to the 40-yard line. So the Eagles still have the ball. First down and 10 at the Raiders' 40-yard line. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. 3.55 left to go in the first quarter. Eagles still up 14-0. Driving right now with a first down and 10 at the 15-yard line for the Eagles. Three wide receivers set this time. Back to pass, looking, going to the corner, trying to get it to Dickens. Touchdown! Rowlett Eagles as Ladarius Dickens even nice to be able to get that catch as he just got past, I think it was Conway, wasn't it? Uh, it was Caraway, D. D Caraway number Caraway. seven. He actually uh, uh, faked inward and Caraway uh, bit on bit. it. And uh, Dickens was wide open at the corner of the end zone. So the Eagles up 20 nothing, 3.36 left to go in the first quarter. And Aldana coming on for the extra point. Kick is up and it goes downtown for the Rowland Eagles. So the Eagles go up 21 nothing with 3.36 left to go here in the first quarter. Break out on the football field. Some, and watch the kicker. He takes a couple of steps in a running fashion, sort of like a happy Gilmore swat, and he gets it. And there it goes. It's going to hit the ground. It's going to be fielded by Dickens. Almost went over his head. Here it comes to the near side to the 30. 
Now the 40 breaking tackle, midfield 50. Now to the 40, great tackle by the Raiders. Number 11 gets in there for the tackle. That was five, and he prevented the touchdown, Bill, because it was clear sailing all the way to the end. Well, I don't, I don't think Dickens ever saw him because uh, Vice came out of nowhere and was able to tackle him along the sideline there. So that's going to bring up, yeah, so the eagle eye, Bill Cerna, up on top of that one. So here we go. First down goal from the two. And they hand it off to Murrow. Touchdown! Rally! Eagles and Morrow gets in for the two-yard flash dive and increases the lead for the Rowlett Eagles to 26 to nothing pending the extra point. Yeah, it's just a uh, strength by Morrow was just able to take that ball up the middle and then uh, took a couple hits, but was able just to lean into the end zone. Aldana getting a workout here tonight. As he's on now for his fourth extra point, kick is up, and I think he missed it. Nope, that one goes downtown for the Raleigh Eagles. So the Eagles have taken a 28 nothing lead here with a minute and seven seconds left to go here in the first quarter. Breakout on the football field means a break here on the couch. Get a little fun, a little dancing going on in the uh, in the booth up here. So Don't dance. Don't dance. <laughs> I'm a good chair dancer. That's a kick it young, or is it Hanasi? Ball snap, it's young, hands it off, and finds a big hole, and he's gone. Say la vie. How about number five, and that was Pierce, and no one's going to catch him. Finds that little hole there. As he, he actually just jumped through a little seam right there, and then it was off to the races. You've seen him kick up uh, the speed after about five yards. Yeah, you're right. All right, so. The Raiders get up on the board, 28-6, to six, still in the first quarter, 49.9 seconds left to go. As the ball is kicked and it's Spark picked up, here come the Eagles going to try to push it down, and Betts up there trying to trying to block, but uh, the Raiders were able to prevent the run back for two. I just learned that, by the way. If they, if they return the kick, it goes into the end zone for two. That's correct. Of course, we always appreciate that. <laughs> but, Big time screaming going on. Next time I'm going to have Bill do a dive out in the crowd next time with the with the microphone. A dive? <laughs> oh, I don't think I'll be coming back. You might not be able to get back up. So it is nine. Hermes looks this one over and he gets the snap and he pitches it off tomorrow on the shuttle, pushing it in. Touchdown! Rowland Eagles, they get up on the board for 17.8 seconds left to go again. And the Eagles have pushed out to a 41-6 lead here in this first half. Here comes Aldana. He's going to add on the extra point here. Because the ball snap, ball up, kick up, and it goes downtown for the Rowland Eagles. So a quick breakout on the football. And that's going to do it for your Rowland Eagles recap being brought to you by April Ivy of Ivy League Realty for all your realty needs, whether you're buying or selling your home or if you're just in the market. I'm in contact with April Ivy at 214-524-8552 or visit her on the web at ivyleaguerealty.com. Whether it's buying or selling a home, there is no bigger decision than choosing the real estate agent who will represent you during the transaction. Brian Chadwick of JP and Associates Realtors is here for you. 12 years in the property management business has afforded him great insight into the real estate needs of his clients. 
He serves all his clients as he served his country, with honor and integrity. With Brian Chadwick, you will have a dedicated, honest, and hardworking realtor in your corner. To experience what he can do for you, call Brian Chadwick today or visit him online. This is Sonny Clark, the radio voice of your Raleigh Eagles, telling you to contact Brian Chadwick at 972-533-9059 or visit him on the web at brianchadwick.jphomesforsale.com. That's Brian with a Y, not an I, chadwick.jphomesforsale.com. Allen Bauer Electric. We offer expert electrical services from general outlet repair and fan installation to electrical panel upgrades. Our customer commitment includes additional benefits such as call-ahead scheduling, upfront pricing, and special after-hour electrical services. Being informed is to your benefit. So call Allen Bauer Electric for more information on how you can be more informed about your residential or business electrical needs. Give him a call at 214-356-0197. Alan Bauer Electric, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-star HVAC contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-star HVAC contractors serving Relab 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-star HVAC contractors. Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Are you having trouble understanding Social Security planning? There are a lot of questions that have to be answered, like when does it make most sense for you and your spouse to start receiving Social Security? What is the impact of your Social Security benefits if you work during retirement? How much of your Social Security will be taxed each year? Let Nest Egg Wealth Advisors provide you with that direction to these decisions. Call our offices today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com for your complimentary guide to Social Security. Let Spirit Outfitters be your home for any of your specialty needs. Spirit Outfitters can do it all. Whether it's screen printing, custom apparel, spirit gifts, or embroidery, Spirit Outfitters has you covered. Need personalized apparel? We can do that. Want something just for you? We can do that also. Spirit Outfitters will let your imaginations run wild. Give them a call at 972-412-3440 or visit their showroom at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101 in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web as well at thespiritoutfitters.com.
Well, here we are here on on the air with Sonny Clark, getting on the good foot, talking about things that are going on here in your area of Rowlett. And what can you say about the Rowlett Chamber of Commerce? I mean, this is a, a community, uh, first of all, that's small right here in Rowlett. Uh, but when it comes to the Rowlett Chamber of Commerce and the businesses that are involved, this is a very good group. And I say that, and, and I'm not—I could talk about a lot of people that go there. But the Chamber of Commerce really has grabbed up the idea of what small businesses are all about. And folks, I'll tell you, on our radio broadcast of the Rowlett Eagles varsity football team and basketball teams this season, what I will tell you is that small businesses are what it's all about. Small businesses is what makes this community run the way it does. And when we talk about the local area, whether it's Spirit Outfitters, you know, as far as getting your your gear for your high school, or or you know, if you have a problem with your home, you come in contact with Butch Wesson of Wesson General Contracting, or you need financial advice on how you want to work with your portfolio, you can get a hold of Rick Lucas, and he can help you out with that kind of stuff. And, of course, there are other members within the Chamber of Commerce. Those are just some of our uh, sponsors that are part of the Chamber of Commerce, uh, Fit Body Boot Camp, and um, also um, the um, Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. These small businesses are really what makes our community probably more, more, I don't know, special. Maybe, uh, you know, it's not just Walmart. And where you go get everything at those big box stores and stuff like that. This city still lives on that small business, you know, whether it's a restaurant or things like that. So, um, and, but they also keep people aware of what's going on uh, in the area. I mean, right here in our city. And the, whether it's uh, chamber events or community events, uh, they keep you informed. And also, give you an opportunity to meet up with people for whatever reason it may be. And I'll give you an example. I, and uh, I was not able to attend uh, for the last two Thursdays. Uh, last Thursday, I went up. I went and seen my father over in Arizona. And when I got back, of course, I had this show to put together. I had the football game to put together. So even that time in the morning, uh, for especially for the football game, it took a lot of time. So since it took a lot of time, um, I was unable to go out there. But I go out to the Make a Connection all the time on Thursdays at 8 o'clock. They're a great group of people. And if you're shy or whatever the case may be, you can be shy all you want. They have a way of making you become unshy. They have a way of making you know, you know, be feel welcome. So make sure you get on out there on the Thursdays. The Make a Connection Network. Um, it's over at McAllister's Deli in Rowlett every Thursday morning. So get on out there. Check that out. There's also if you become a member, there's a monthly meeting, uh, a monthly membership luncheon, uh, as maybe the quote unquote the state of the city uh, that they're having on Wednesday, October twelfth. 
Um, so you can check out that if you become a member and you can know what's going on in the areas as far as that. Um, they, they also sponsor a lot of things like the Taste and Trade of Rowlett that's coming up on October 20th uh, from 5.30 until 8 p.m. It's Rowlett's 11th Annual Chamber of Commerce Sponsors Taste and Trade and um it's being sponsored by Butler Plumbing and um, uh, some other sponsors that are out there uh, to be a part of that. So this is an opportunity for the community to check up with some of our fine local businesses there. There's, uh, you know, there were over 300 people in attendance last year um, at this, so it was a very good and successful event for them, um, and everybody had a good time sampling different types of food um, when they were visiting those uh, booths and stuff like this. So uh, this year's uh, space is going to be available for over 40 vendors, so besides uh, the Butler Plumbing Company showcasing the things, uh, uh, as far as vendors, there's also places where you can actually have a vending booth out there as well. Tickets in advance are five bucks uh, as far as tickets are concerned. Day of is seven dollars and children under four are free. Um, so those uh, tickets are going to be on sale at the Chamber uh, Commerce offices or you can give them a call at 972-475-3200 for 30 uh for for more information if you want to be a vendor you and get a booth out there it's 150 dollars for chamber members 200 for potential members that um are part of the uh chamber uh this is a good way like if you become a chamber member uh pay 150 and then the, um you can pay your dues for all for 200 bucks you can probably get that all squared away so um you can also uh, if you want to be a non-vendor um, booth, there's a registration form that you need to fill out. So make sure you check that. And by the way, a food vendor booth can be reserved with $125 refundable deposit. So uh, just to let you know about that. Um, and you can get on the chambers page and they'll show you how to get the registration forms that are easily found um, up on their calendar so check those out also don't forget about the Wednesday Parkinson's support uh, group that happened on Wednesday uh, once a month this one this time it's going to be on October 26th um, so if you have the opportunity to check that out or need that um, the Parkinson support group uh, it's last Wednesday of each and every month uh, it's from 10 a.m. until noon at Rock Ridge assisted living and memory care so check that out from 10 to noon uh, this time it is on Thursday uh, mark that it is on Wednesday October 26th so uh, the ambassador meeting also for the Chamber of Commerce happens on Wednesday November 2nd that's upcoming here uh, really soon as far as that's concerned as far as the make a connection there that having been said there are a lot of things that are going on as far as the community is concerned um, and you can find out a lot of that information like the uh, Rowlett Rotary Golf uh, outing that happens on Friday um, October 7th today um, so hopefully you got the opportunity to be able to, I'm actually going to try to get this show up on Thursday. Um, so hopefully we're able to do that and uh, keep you informed of what's going on 
as far as that is concerned. Also, Relay for Life of Rowlett. This happens on Saturday, October uh, 15th uh, through Sunday, um, early in the morning on Sunday. Uh, and reason being, it's a walk. It's a organized overnight community fundraiser walk. And it happens in the evening time. You can check out the website, www.relayforlife.org forward slash Rowlett, Texas, for a lot of the information. Uh, it's October 15th from 6 p.m. until midnight that night. And you can call 214-819-1219 for more information about that uh, as well. Uh, so that's the Relay uh, for Life that are happening here. So make sure you check that out. That should be kind of neat. Now, got some news here for next week's show. I am going to be up on, uh, we're, we're trying to get the candidates. I'm trying to get Cindy Burkett. I know she's really busy, but got confirmation on next week's show. We're going to bring in the actual candidate that's running against Cindy Burkett. It's going to be Retta Bowers. Uh, she's running for the Texas State Representative House number 113. That's the area, obviously, that Cindy Burkett covers, and we are finally going to get her on. That's going to be on next week's show. That will be on Friday. Um, that be ready for it. It's going to be really an interesting thing. Also, to let you know about next week's show, we're going to put on both, not well, a possibility of both. This will all depends upon my schedule. We will have the Eagles uh, recap. That will happen. Uh, but we may have two. That will all depend upon my schedule and how we're getting all set and get that done. Uh, because next Thursday is the game for the Rowlett Eagles. Now, we got, obviously, the game on tomorrow, which is Friday. Um, it, that is going to happen. Uh, so make sure you look out for that game as well as the Eagles recap it next week. But since next week's game is on a Thursday, and our show will be on a Saturday next week, just to let you know, there be a possibility that you will get two Eagle recaps. If that does happen, we'll start with the latest one first, and then later on in the show, we'll bring you the second Eagles recap. It's one of those weird things where there's Thursday games this year, so that's where we are at as far as bringing you the Eagles recap and the timing of our show. So just be aware of that. I'll let you know during the show uh, where we'll be for the Eagles recap. Hopefully you enjoyed last week's, uh, well, actually two weeks ago, uh, the uh, Eagles recap as your Rowlett Eagles were on the bye. So we're going to talk about the Rowlett Eagles when we come back. We'll also take a look at some of the things that are happening within sports because there's a lot of news, and we'll, I want to talk about that as far as the Dallas Cowboys are concerned. Uh, the uh, the Dallas Mavericks are practicing, getting ready. They are in their preseason games going on. I'm also going to let you know about some of the minor league things that are going to be going on. So it's time to bring in Sonny Clark, the 
hardest working man in sports radio with the couch potato corner and so we're going to bring that in and we're going to talk about our sports to get us on out the door here on today's edition of that uh on the air with sonny clark so make sure you hang out for that i'm also going to try to bring in bill cerna i'm trying to get a hold of him right now uh so we can get him on this show because bill brings a different perspective we might so when i get him all squared away i'll bring him in on the second part of the show bill is a i call him the eagle eye bill cerna because he sees a lot of things that I don't, as I am just calling the action. He sees all the things that are going on outside the action. So he's a great interview. You'll love Bill Cerna, the Eagle Eye. He's my color commentator for the Rowlett Eagles varsity uh, football game. So that having been said, let's take a quick break here on the air with Sonny Clark. We'll hear from our main sponsors, of course. That is uh, Nestec Wealth Advisors, Rick Lucas over there. Make sure you check into him. Hit this guy. I'm going to tell you right now first of all he's a nice guy that's number one number two ask him about his passion outside of what he does as far as financial uh things you will be amazed at what this guy does uh with ambux ask him about ambux it's an amazing story um matter of fact i'm probably going to have him on um as well as maybe somebody within ambux for an interview because I, that is a great great story about what they do also make sure you come in contact with uh western general contractors these guys are great you have any things that need to be done around the house, you want it done and done correctly, okay? You need to contact Butch Wesson from Wesson General Contractors. This guy gets the job done. He handles it. And one of the important thing about that is is that he looks at your home, okay, as your biggest investment as well. Never mind you. I mean, everybody who owns their home, you know, that is your biggest investment. He looks at that as far as the contracting and work needs to be done as the same way. So make sure if you have that need, that want, or something that needs to be fixed professionally, as well as a trusted individual within the Rowlett area. That would be Butch Wesson. So make sure you check that out. So let's take our quick break here on the air with Sonny Clark. We'll be right back. Bonanza. Reap a bonanza with a free home, auto, or business insurance quote from Costco Insurance. Bundle your home and auto insurance to save a ton. Costco Insurance at the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road. Or visit us on the web at costloinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chang Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. Check out our website for grand opening specials or one-month Taekwondo classes for $49. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychainlees.com.
With over 25 years of experience, Stephen Sons Heating and Air Conditioning have received many awards and recognition, including Angie's List and the Best of Rowlett. Ask about our preventative maintenance plan that includes two visits to your home for one unit for $155 and $59.99 for each additional unit. Mention you heard this ad on the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast and receive an extra 10% off. Give them a call at 972-475-3227 to set up an appointment or check out their website at stephensonshvac.com. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Mark Hall at Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp. We want you to be proud of everything you achieve. That is why Mark Hall will tell you to stop focusing in on the little things and be proud of everything you've achieved up to this moment. Being fit is hard, but you can do it. If you need some help getting started, try our unstoppable fitness formula for free by visiting www.rowettfbbc.com and claim your free trial. Or give Mark a call at 214-888-2844. That's 214-888-2844. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. All right, and welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It's me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, as we are here on the air with Sonny Clark. In the sports section, I want to talk a little bit about your Rowlett Eagles, as you heard there earlier in the show. You heard the Eagles recap, as your Eagles got a big, a big victory. First game in district, an important game within district as well as you take a look at where the Rowlett Eagles are at 5-0. Five more games in the season. 
The Eagles have a opportunity to run the table, especially as well as they are playing. That having been said, it is homecoming here in the Rowlett area. The homecoming game is always that important game. Obviously, the first dance of the season uh, for the high schools. A lot of other schools within the Garland Diocese have had their homecoming. And this is the Rowlett Eagles opportunity for their homecoming that is going on there. That having been said, a good, good start to the season for the 2016-2017 season as they had a tough, and folks, I mean it. When I say tough, this team had a very tough out-of-district schedule. Quite possibly the hardest one outside of district since we started calling these games. That having been said, that puts this team right here, your Rowlett Eagles, in a better position to get into district and have success. We have been talking about the importance of the success of this football team as they move throughout this season. And I'm going to bring in on our next segment, I'm going to bring in the eagle eye, Bill Cerna, because Bill is a guy that can see a lot of things. And one of the main questions that I don't have the answer to, and I'm wondering if Bill knows it, and this is going to be my big question for Bill Cerna. Now, you got to wait, obviously, until after the next segment to find out. But my biggest question is since they had such a tough out-of-district schedule and the fact that the schedule within district really only has, and, and this is no disrespect to the teams, it's just a fact that there are only three teams within district that really are teams that might make a push in the playoffs. And that being one, your Rowlett Eagles. The other being the Saxe Mustangs. And that also being said, when you take a look at the district and where they are in the standings, this should be very, very interesting how the rest of the season goes. Because as you look at the standings and where they are, and we're going to cover those standings here in just a second, this will be the important time of the season for the Rowlett Eagles to buckle down and get the victories against these tough teams that they are going to be going up against to uh, here in the 6A Region 2 District uh, standings. So when we look at these games and where they are, the Rowlett Eagles have Naaman Forest this week, okay? Naaman Forest, okay, within district is 2-0 as they got the victory last week. The Saxe Mustangs were on the bye, so they're going to be playing tonight. Actually, Friday night, as I'm recording this on Thursday. <laughs> but uh, And we're going to put it up Thursday. So... The Saxe Mustangs are in action tomorrow night. They are 1-0. The Naaman Forest Rangers are 2-0 out on the season. And I want to talk a little bit about them uh, with Bill. Because with that being said, the Rowlett Eagles go into this game knowing they're going up against a team that's 2-0 within district. Now, that having been said, when you think about the teams and where they are, and the Rowlett Eagles, how well they've been playing. 
the outside the district games for the Neyman Forest Rangers, this is not by their fault. They just played some teams that were not as good as the Rowlett Eagles faced outside the district. So they they did very, very well so far this season. And they got the victories against the Garland Owls, 22-11. And then they beat North Garland last week, the team that we beat last time we were out on the football field, 14 to nothing. Now, the difference within the scores, the Rowlett Eagles outscored the, the North Garland Raiders 46-6 in that game. But the uh, Name of Forest Rangers got the win 14 to nothing. So maybe a little bit of difference in the offense that we'll be looking at this week. That should be really interesting. And I'm looking so forward to that. But let's go back to the standings really quick. As your Rowlett Eagles, obviously, uh, they are 1-0 within district. They are actually sitting on top because they have the overall record at 5-0. That's how you determine who is going to be in first and second and things of that uh, sort. As teams that are uh, undefeated, that's how they look at those things. Name and Force are 2-0, um, but the in the district, but they're 4-2 overall. So the Rowlett Eagles being 5-0 are on top of them. So, that having been said, it's going to be really interesting. Taking a look at the numbers just really quick before we get into some important stuff, that being your Dallas Cowboys and things like that. The Rowlett Eagles have scored 42 points within district. Okay? In two games, the Name and Forest Rangers have scored 36. Okay? But they've only given up 11 points, and that was in the first game within district. They gave up none last week. So, uh, that tells us a little bit about the defense that are coming in here. So, maybe we will be looking at the offensive side of the ball. We'll talk to Bill Cerna about that in our next segment. That's going to be really, really huge. Now, let's talk a little bit about your Dallas Cowboys. And that is obviously one of the big stories within the area because they are your NFL football team. And... Your Dallas Cowboys are an amazing three and out, or three and one on the season. But I I want people to kind of keep it in perspective. Because I've heard this craziness around this area. Okay? And the craziness is exactly what I'm gonna tell you it is. It's crazy. Now, there is no denying. Dak Prescott and what he has done this season. There is no denying it. Even Sonny Clark, as I've been called the cowboy hater, but I'm really the cowboy realist, okay? What the Dallas Cowboys have done is a lot. Not necessarily to change my mind. I'm going to tell you the reason why. But I want to talk about the good part. So we can do the good, the bad, the ugly, as far as the Dallas Cowboys are concerned. So let's talk about the good. Let's talk about the three victories. The three victories in games. Uh, and last week, I've got to give it to the Dallas Cowboys. And I never thought that, that me, out of all the people that would be talking about the Dallas Cowboys, would be talking about the moxie of this football team. I, because, let's face it, folks, if you're a fan of the Dallas Cowboys... You know 
that they have a hard time showing up in games that they really should win, and then they drop the ball. Last week was an example. I picked the 49ers because I didn't think this team had any moxie. So when you think about the word moxie and what that means is toughness, grit, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, I've, I, I have to admit it, I was, sorry, I had a, had a frog in my throat. I was, try to get this, I was wrong last week about the Dallas Cowboys. Because I thought the week before they got a really good victory uh, against the Bears. And I really thought this team was going to be that atypical Dallas Cowboy, overconfident, rolling into San Francisco. We beat the Bears. Yay, yay, yay. They toughed it out against the 49er football team, folks. That is not as bad as the record looks. Now, I, I just want people to understand that. That has nothing to do with Colin Kaepernick. That has nothing to do with anything. It has a lot to do with their quarterback position. Um, Blaine Gabbert being the main problem. The rest of the team is really good. Because remember, when you're talking NFL football, okay, you're really talking about the quarterback. First, foremost, before anything within the NFL that's what you're talking about. That's the quarterback. That having been said, when you look at those situations as far as the timing of the game, where they are, Dak Prescott has been nothing short of phenomenal. And you can't ask any more from a Dak Prescott. Except for the game that they lost. Now, folks, I want you to keep this in perspective. That game that they lost, Dak Prescott threw the ball 45 times. 45 times. Inexcusable. Because I will tell you the success on this football team is to have more running plays or at least the, around the 50, 45 to 50 mark of passing compared to running. And running the football is what they're getting with Ezekiel Elliott. Now, you got two rookies really rolling in there on the offensive side of the ball amongst this... I'll, I'll, okay, I'll say it. Everybody's talking about how great this offensive line is. It's not that great. And that's what, what makes Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott having success here early in the season to my eyes. Okay, this is my eyes. Amazing to this point. That is the good. The bad that I got to talk to you about the Dallas Cowboys is that they do have a victory against the Bears. They do have a victory against the 49ers. So, keeping it within perspective and I, I don't want people to misunderstand what I'm talking about because when the Dallas Cowboys go 3-1 and one in any season, you've got to be happy. You've got to look at that as a complete success. And that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything more so than the fact that they're out their starting quarterback, that of course being Tony Romo. Now, some people would actually have the Oh, how do you say it? The moxie, I guess you could say. To think that Dallas Cowboys, when Tony Romo is healthy, 
are not going to bring in one Tony Romo. Folks, don't fall for it. Okay, first of all, Jerry Jones, when he makes a statement like that, Tony Romo is going to be the starter when he is ready. Now, the big question is is when he's going to be ready. Some people say week eight. Some people say sooner than that. Some people even say longer. So this is all about Tony. But here's what I'm going to tell you. That through the games, the games that they got the victories, the Dallas Cowboys, they took on the Redskins, got the victory. Took on the Bears, got the victory. Took on the 49ers, got the victory. This is a football team that threw the ball less than run overall and sometimes right around the 50 percent this dallas cowboy team cannot afford dak prescott to throw the football more 45 times in a football game that is absolutely ridiculous no more than 30 times a game should dak prescott be throwing the football now this is the 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 bad part of it is is that they get the Cincinnati Bengals coming in. Now, first of all, folks, let me talk a little bit about the Cincinnati Bengals football team. They are not the Redskins. They are not the Bears. And they are certainly not the 49ers. They are much better than those teams. Much better. And the 49ers, they're 1-3 and three out on the season. The, the Bears... They are one and three out on the season. And, you know, you're talking about teams that don't have good records. Now, the Bengals are two and two. But that two and two, I'm going to tell you right now, is a tough two and two. They've played some tough, tough football teams. And they've kept it close. No offense against the Dallas Cowboys. We really don't know how good this football team is. And the reason being is because of their schedule. Now, they had a tough game against the Giants. Guess what? They lost that game. Now, they should have won that game. This Dallas Cowboys team will look back upon the season and wonder, will or is there any way that Terrence Williams going out of bounds in that Giants football game cost them a spot in the playoffs or maybe bringing home, you know, maybe you know, a bye. That's not going to happen, but that play right there epitomizes the Dallas Cowboys on what they do yearly. This year, they've got to make sure that play does not put them in behind the eight ball when it comes to either A, making the playoffs, or B, within positioning of the playoffs. So that game, even though it was a tough game... These Dallas Cowboys have to find a tough game to get the victory on to make up for that one because that was a surefire victory there. Uh, you know, they bring on the kicking game, which is one of the best in the NFL. They would have won that football game. This team should be 4 0. Instead, this week, they get a football team with the Cincinnati Bengals. And as much as I love what's going on, the good. They get the bad, which is the Cincinnati Bengals, who are a good football team all around. We don't know if the Dallas Cowboys are good all around because this is really their first test. The first game of the season, everybody's on the same level. I don't care if you're the Patriots, Green Bay Packers, or the so-called good football teams in the NFL. Week number one, anybody can beat anybody. So everybody is even. So, I give the Dallas Cowboys 
a kudos for staying in that game and they should have won it. But the fact they lost it, and now we're in week number five of the NFL season, teams now are beginning to get their feet up underneath them. The Cincinnati Bengals, folks, I'm going to tell you are for real. Not only that, it's a little bit of a homecoming for Andy Dalton as he took some years over at TCU, and everybody loved him. And I was one who loved him and really thought the Dallas Cowboys should have took Andy Dalton as a backup to Tony Romo. But here he is making the millions and Millions of dollars with the Cincinnati Bengals with that new signing of the contract. Um, so you, you kind of get the hometown hero coming back to Dallas. That's another story. As well as this game is in Dallas. And everybody loving where the Dallas Cowboys are. The bad is the schedule, folks. Because it doesn't get any better. Next week, in week number six, before the bye, they get the Green Bay Packers. Okay? Now, every, do not fall what, about what people are saying about the Green Bay Packers. They are a good football team. And, folks, if you want to fall for the fact that even though they, you know, Aaron Rodgers is having a tough time doing what he's doing, this team is still 2-1 out on the season. Or 3-1 out on the season. So, please don't fall for or 2-1 two, out on the season. So, don't fall for it. As the Packers are also on the bye. Don't forget about it. This week, the Dallas Cowboys, they take on the Bengals. The Packers are on the bye. So, that's another thing. Then the, then the Cowboys are on the bye in week number seven. Week number eight, they get the Eagles. So, these next three games are really going to test the moxie of this football team. So, the good, obviously, Dak Prescott, the 3-1 season starting, and really the all-feel-good you know, feelings that you have about the Cowboys right now. That's the good. The bad is this schedule. Because after the Eagles, okay, after the bye, they get a little break with the Browns, which is a game that if they lose, folks... Regardless who's a quarterback, you got to wonder about the Dallas Cowboys. Then it gets tough. Steelers, then Ravens in weeks 10 and 11, respectfully. And then they get the Vikings, which are the Redskins, which is always an individual fight, in division fight. And you never know how that's going to go. Then they get the Vikings. Then they have the Giants. This is a brutal schedule for the Dallas Cowboys. If you don't think it is... You are not paying attention. So, the good, the feel good, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, all the three in one schedule, the bad, the schedule. Now let's talk about the ugly. And Rick Lucas from Nesteg Wealth Advisors and I, we kind of joke about this on Facebook and we talk about the ugly. And the ugly is Des Bryant. Now, folks. I don't want people... First of all, let me go on record to say I hate this guy. Folks, I hate this guy with a passion. Because, you know... I look at football players as regular people. I don't look at them as superstars. I don't look at them as anything more so than you and I. Regardless what they are doing on the football field for your Dallas Cowboys... That having been said, Des Bryant is an embarrassment. Not, well, to the Cowboys, to a certain extent, but to himself. 
He is an embarrassment to who he is and what he is all about. And I don't want anybody to come to me, Sonny Clark, well, look at his upbringing. I don't care. Listen, <clears throat> once you're able to do the George Jefferson, which is moving on up, I don't, I don't want to hear the excuses. Okay? There's something about a person that stays with them. And you're either willing to change it or not willing to change it or don't realize you have a freaking problem. And that's what Des Bryant is, guys. I'm sorry. He is a guy that, first of all, and I got to give him some props, okay? But the negatives outdo the some props. He, he got out of the situation. He went to college, okay? That's all that I want to talk about. Because once he got in college, he met up with David Wells, which also really enabled this kid, this guy, this superstar, to be who he is, which is nothing more than an overpaid jerk. This guy's a jerk. This guy is a guy, personally, that you and I would never want to probably associate ourselves with. A guy that hits his mother. A guy, regardless of what anybody's saying, and that's Brian, come at me. I, I got my dukes up. You might beat me up, but I got my dukes up. I've done my research. I know what went on over at Oklahoma State, and I know how all this thing comes. You know, it, it, I knew... I asked the right questions, got the answers that were slugged off and not answered, and the NCAA and their investigations, you were parts of it because of David Wells. Now, that having been said, your acting agent, as you were in college, which you're not allowed to have according to the NCAA rules, okay, but you got him anyway because he got you the money. He got you the money, honey. And so, as far as a human being following the rules, then you hit your mother. Then you start acting as you are better than everybody else on this football team. And Des Bryant has that problem. Des Bryant, once he steps up and makes it about the team and not him, will always be the guy, as far as character is concerned, a reason why no one can, well, I don't want to say no one. The reason why I can't like the guy. I'm not going to deny this guy's talent out on the football field, though. I would be ridiculous to say, you know, Des Bryant sucks. Because he doesn't. Now, does Des Bryant have an attitude? Yes. Does Des Bryant think he's the God's gift of football? Yes. Does Des Bryant think that no one can cover him in the NFL? Yes. Does Des Bryant think everything revolves around him? And the answer is yes. And you, we can talk about how great he is as a football player, but they say there's no I in team for a reason. This guy misses meetings, thinks he's above the rules. He's missed over 40 meetings, if you believe the reports, and I do. Because that's this guy's M.O. It's about me. Oh, I don't need to go to that meeting. I don't need to do it. This guy misses meetings. He misses physical therapy that he needs. Or misses a, a scheduled MRI. Or whatever the case may be about this guy's injury. 
Now, the fact he didn't play last week, I'm okay with that. The guy's got a hairline fracture in his knee, guys. Okay, that is something that maybe you and I could walk around with a knee brace and be okay with. But as an NFL player, I don't care what anybody says. And I, this is the part I'll give to Des Bryant. There was no reason why he should be playing that game with a hairline fracture in his bone. They got to figure that out, how they're going to work it. And now, part of it with him not playing was his fault directly because he didn't get in there and get the therapy that he needed. Oh, I was worried about what it was going to be. The crybaby BS is all done over for me with Des Bryant. I don't want to hear it. I want to see your talent overtake your off-the-field persona as being a jerk. And I want to see that performance not in yards, not in not in performance, but how you deal with that performance and how you put yourself out there each and every week from now on. Because that's the only way that you're going to change your persona about you. So that's my advice to Des Bryant. And I've been up close and personal with this guy. I've interviewed him. Okay, this guy is this guy would beat me to a pulp, but I'd say it to his face. This guy needs an advisor. This guy needs to find someone that he can believe that can tell him that he's the problem. Not the NFL, not the defensive backs, not anybody else. That he's the problem. And until he believes that he's the problem, instead of speaking that it is, but actually believing it, we'll have Des Bryant completely beat Des Bryant. And I told Jerry Jones not to give this guy the big contract and I didn't care if it made him mad or not I put this guy every single year out on the franchise tag every single year he's still going to make money but he won't have a commitment from me because he won't make a commitment to himself so the good, the bad, the ugly about the Dallas Cowboys your Dallas Mavericks they are in uh, preseason I don't know if you can expect a lot from this football or basketball team they didn't go out and get the name. They didn't go out and get the superstar. They didn't do what they've been trying to do for the last five seasons, which is bring home the bacon in order for the team to fry it up in the pan. The bacon is that superstar that will get you over the hump. And with all due respect to Dirk Nervinsky, okay, all right, and I know he's a fan favorite and I love Dirk's old. Dirk, Dirk is not the same Dirk. Dirk lost all of his energy by putting the team on his shoulders to win the championship. He left everything out on the court, literally. And he is not the same player since they've won the championship. And don't tell me it's because they haven't brought in the proper people. No, Dirk left it all out on the court, which is one of the reasons why I respect the guy. Your Rangers in the playoffs. Hallelujah. Let's just hope we don't... As much as we love to see the gift go over and over uh, with a punch to the face to the uh, Blue Jays, as much as we... I don't want to see it. As much as I like enjoy watching that because, boy, did he just cock... He cold cocked that dude. Woo! That was a great kick. So, that having been said. Uh, also, uh, your Dallas Stars in action. Also... Folks, don't forget about minor leagues, okay? And if you forget about minor leagues, you're doing it a disservice, okay? Get out to those minor league games. 
watch the guys of the future, whether it's football, with the indoor football, with the Dallas uh, Mavericks, or not the uh, Dallas Mavericks, the Dallas Marshals, and the Texas Revolution indoor football team. Support them. There are two minor league baseball teams in this area, even some lower independent ones. Go out and support them. Go out and see the guys of the future. Minor league hockey. Get over to the Allen Event Center and watch the Allen Americans. It's fun. Not only that, they're four-time champions in a row, by the way. Don't forget about minor leagues because you get to see the stars of the future right there. So that's what we're going to do. Now, we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show slash on the air with Sonny Clark. And we're going to bring in the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna. We're head on out the door with that segment and Bill Cerna when we come back here on the air with Sonny Clark. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848, or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. 
At Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. If you're like me, you want your hot coffee in the morning. But as it's getting closer to summer and getting hotter outside, you'll want something more refreshing and cold. With a surefire menu of cold drinks, Scooters is sure to satisfy. Whether it's iced coffees, blenders, smoothies, or even cold tea, check out Scooters Coffee located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive through so you're sure to get in and out real quick and on to your business. That's Scooters Coffee located in the Timberlake Shopping Center in Rowlett. And welcome back into the Couch Cater Sports Show. Your Rowlett Eagles as they are at home taking on the Neyman Forest Rangers at homecoming. Live from HBJ Stadium, I got online the guy that keeps everything really running in our booth, keeps his eye on other things when I'm looking at the action, brings in some good stuff that we can't see. It is the Eagle Eye. Bill Cerna, how you doing, Bill? I'm doing good, Sonny. Long time no talk. Yeah, it's what happens when you go on the buy. And when you go on the buy, it makes things a, a little bit rougher as you try to get things going. But we are here. We're ready to go. So let's talk about this 5-0 and start for the Rowlett Eagles. In the, in the overall picture, it's always nice to be 5-0. and We've been doing this now. We're into our fourth year now, Bill. And we never really got into a position where the team has been 5-0, and even with the talent that we've had. And we've had some really good talent on this football team. Yeah, it's, it's been a, uh, you know, it was a good start, uh, a tough out-of-district game. Yeah. Uh, and uh, now that we've gotten into district games, you know, we got that first win uh, against North Garland. And uh, hopefully we can uh, go on a roll here uh, uh, through district also. Well, and that was the thing. I mentioned it in the pregame show. I was going to bring it up. So I want to bring it up to you. When you look at the out-of-district games that we played, we played solid football teams going into the out-of-district play. Now when we're moving into the in-district play, um, the questions start coming up in reality when you think about it. Uh, they took on North Garland. No offense against North Garland. They just didn't have any of the oomph to get over or even be really competitive if you think about it. Now, a little bit different today as the Rangers are 2-0 and in district. They're 4-2 overall. A little bit better football team that we're seeing, but really when you look at the out-of-district games compared to the teams that are in this district, we played a very, very harsh schedule. Now we're kind of going into a little bit of a softer schedule with no really disrespect intended. Uh, the teams that we played, Rockwall, Plano, and over in um, 
South Lake Carroll when we took uh, went over there. We played some solid teams that are not necessarily to the level of the Rowlett Eagles. So that being said, do you think these games in district will hinder this football team's going into the playoffs more so than help? I don't think so. Um, I think because towards the end of the uh, season, <clears throat> we have district games against Saxe and Lakeview Centennial, which those are uh, a little bit stronger teams. So I think uh, it's definitely going to uh, keep their fire going. And, you know, you'll finish off the year uh, against Garland. Um, you know, Garland's having a down year uh, this year, but that could be a game where you really kind of um, uh, heal up a little bit and uh, get ready for the playoffs. So, you know, at the... Uh, Going uh, playing this out of district uh, uh, schedule was very important, and and, uh, and especially to come out all, winning all four. I honestly did not expect to win all four coming out of district. I didn't and, either. And, uh, uh, to to do that was a great thing. Uh, and you know, you mentioned uh, both Rockwall and uh, you you mentioned um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, uh, Fossil Ridge. Um, and Plano, you didn't even mention uh, Louisville. It's right now in exactly. the news. That's that's the big talk. Is is this team for real? And and we've seen it. Uh, uh, and they are. So I, I think we've uh, definitely uh, played good quality teams. And yeah, right now in the middle of the season, it's kind of like a lull where you don't have uh, quite the competition that you had before. But you know, who would have ever thought? Naaman Forest four and four and two uh, through six games, two and zero oh in the in the district. So they're doing something right over there that uh, that hasn't uh, been done here in a while. So you don't want to take them lightly, but you're absolutely right. I don't. I think the level of competition they played against compared to us uh, doesn't match up. I, I agree. And and but looking at this football team, you look at you look at Neiman Forest. This is a team that we played. Uh, they didn't win any games last year. The year before that, they only won one game, and the year before that, they only won. Uh, uh, four games. So looking at the season, over those seasons, this is a football team that has only won six football games. They're already at four. Um, this might be that dark horse, maybe. Even depending on what happens here, Rowlett gets the victory with, like you said, Garland not necessarily playing as well as they normally do. Uh, but the fact of the matter is in district, they've only given up 45 points in district, uh, but they've only scored 42. So that means the offense probably might need to, uh, to improve. And that will be interesting, like you said, toward the end of the season, Bill, with, with maybe Rowlett and Saxe probably on the top two, leaving two more spaces available. Uh, Lakeview Centennial, uh, they're one and one in the in the district. They are four and two overall. Um, so we got about maybe three teams that are going to be battling for two spots in order to make the playoffs at the end of the season. Well, and those games uh, between those teams are going to be dogfights. Uh, yeah, uh, all of them. Uh, don't have strong offenses, but they have pretty, uh, pretty solid defenses. So those, all those games are going to be really strong. But you're absolutely right. You know, at the name of Forest, <clears throat> matter of fact, in the last five years, we've outscored them 37 to eight in our five games that we've played wow. them. Uh, so we, we've definitely had control of them uh, year in and year out. Um, but it's a whole new ball team, and and you know what, uh, they've got a little bit more. They're definitely focused on the running, so uh, which is our strong point of, of shutting down. So, uh, yeah. you know, if we can get in there and, and shut them down like we uh, did against North Garland, you know, this game could be uh, out of control at halftime again. 
Yeah, and well, I, and it's kind of interesting. I was looking over the stats for the Rowlett Eagles, and we're talking about a football team that goes from a guy that goes over to Arkansas State, of course, that being uh, their their you know guy, their yeah, I guess if you want to call it franchise Logan Bonner to to Preston Weeks and now Garrett Hermes. This is a football team that has not thrown the touchdown passes more so than running it in. But here's the thing. They're running it in at the quarterback position as well, as the Rowlett Eagles have done very well running the football and getting it into the end zone, whether it's Garrett Hermes' two touchdowns or Preston Weeks' three touchdowns. If anybody maybe focuses too much in on the run, I think these Rowlett Eagles can throw touchdown passes. We've seen it in the first three weeks with three uh, touchdown passes going to Cameron Fatash. Well, and with that being said, you know, you talk about Logan Bonner, you know, it, uh, the focus was on the pass last year, and, and, and with his uh, numbers, uh, it was very, uh, very clear that that's what it was. I think this year, um, it's, it's a little bit more balanced between the run and the pass, and uh, you're getting a lot more production out of uh, uh, other people, and, and instead of just relying on your quarterback to be throwing touchdown passes. So uh, you're, you're seeing a little bit more balance uh, between the two, which um, has really helped that offense. I mean, we're, we're still scoring at a high pace like we were last year. We weren't, but last year it was more of on uh, in the air than it was uh, on the run, where this year it's more even now between the two. Yeah, and the, the football team that we're ta- facing is the Name and Forest Rangers. Like we said, we know they're passing, and the unfortunate portion of this football team maybe not being as you know as, as big of a, but we're seeing the big difference in there. So the change it starts. We kind of saw that last year with Lakeview Centennial, as they had a very good out of district uh, uh, result, as they went undefeated last year. And outside of District 3-0. and And then when they got into the actual district play, they just could not do it. So the differences of the games on the outside district and the quality of the team makes a big difference. But Neyman Forest Rangers, as you take a look at this team, what are they doing that is really you know, making them an improved football team over the past years that we've seen? Oh, it's, it's absolutely about the defense. Uh, their defense is really uh, uh, shutting down compared to what it uh, um, what it has done in the past. You know, at uh, last week, uh, matter of fact, against um, uh, North Garland, they shut them out. Uh, you know, right. They, and against Garland, they only gave up eleven points. So, you know, the two games in district, they've only given up eleven points. Uh, so their defense is a, is a lot improved. They've only given up uh, more than uh, twenty points in two of the games. Uh, matter of fact, they have two shutouts this year, so their um, their defense has definitely made a huge difference. But with that being said, I don't think they've seen an offense like they're going to see uh, uh, against the Rowlett. And, and the Rowlett, like you said, they're not going to see that in reality. But here's what I think is so good about the Rowlett Eagles. Let's run back to the quarterback position a little bit. If one thing is not working for this football team, whether it's passing or running, and only the coach really knows if that's actually happening more so than stats. We can look at stats all day long, 
But as the game is progressing, the coach knows when he's going to make that. That it, We are at so much of an advantage where we can actually take one quarterback out and get the same type of quality back in, but maybe with a different mindset. As far as if you look at Garrett Hermes, this is a guy he can throw the football without question, but at the same time, he's more of the runner. And then with Preston Weeks, you get the runner and passer. Um, not to discount Garrett, uh, Garrett's uh, throwing uh, capacity, but really when you look at that, those are two different types of football uh, plays that are going to be taking a look at this defense. So it's going to be up to the name and Forest Rangers defense, seeing how that's what's picking up on that football team to be better this year, to be able to recognize the difference and how to handle it. Well, and you can look at it two ways. Uh, you know, if you have these games, kind of like we did against North Garland, uh, if you have a quarterback that's struggling, um, it's, it, you give an opportunity to keep him in there and work on game situation. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to say practice game, but you look at it in that sense that you're going to get him some practice and get him uh, working, uh, working correctly. With that being said, if you got a tough game, strong game, but your quarterback's struggling, you're absolutely right. You have another uh, quarterback you can go to and, and not skip right. a beat. And I think this offense has uh, really seen that. And, and uh, I, I think it's been on all skill positions. I think a receiver, you got uh, yes. uh, if one guy goes down, uh, you have two or three guys in the waiting that uh, have no problem getting in there and, and uh, making catches. Uh, same with the running back. You know, it, uh, obviously you have uh, Morrow, but uh, right behind him, you got his backup that's ready to go in, and, and uh, uh, we've seen him be successful too against good teams in non-district. So, uh, you know, I, I think in the skill positions, I think you have the um, uh, the variety to to uh, make sure that you don't skip beat if something was to happen. Definitely, and when you look at the Rowlett Eagles and where they are, I mean, we can look at stats all day, because I think when you look at it so far early in the season, they're so skewed, they're so different, um, because we're not going to get the same type of stats out, out of district compared to in district, so when you look at the numbers from the stats, they're definitely skewed in reality. Um, I think we're going to probably see more of what this football team is all about in the next two games as they lead into some of the more tougher games that they're going to take, whether it's Lakeview Centennial or the Saxon Mustang. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And then, you know, at uh, having this bye week, getting some of those uh, bangs and uh, um, uh, bruises uh, all healed up, it'll definitely help going into the next uh, next couple games. You know, that way if you know, you're know you a little rusty from having that extra week off, you know what, um, you can uh, definitely focus on it and make sure that we're, you know, the train is moving hard by the time you get to Saxe and, and uh, Lakeview. And those are going to be the games that really put this team to the test as far as this district is concerned. As But one of the good things, when you look at the Rowlett Eagles and how they did it, we talked about the out-of-district schedule and how tough it was. And then as they move into district play, as far as the talent level, they took on North Garland, they got Neiman Forest, and now the, the next week they get South Garland. Then the two tough games on October 21st and October 27th, Saxe and Mustang, and ending it with Garland. And that's the game I want to talk about, ending it with Garland. Depending on what they do, this could be all about positioning, depending on what type of team is going to show up for Garland. Looking at those numbers and looking at the – I was looking at this Garland football team, and I wanted to know what's going on. 
I don't necessarily think they're too far out of it in order to be in as far as a play for maybe the third or fourth spot towards the end of the season. That game could be very important at the end of the season for the Garland Owls. Never mind the Rowlett Eagles. That could be about positioning for both teams going into the playoffs. Yeah, and it's gonna—it's really gonna come down to is with that Saxy game, whoever uh, um, comes out on top of that one, because uh, you know Raleigh has a, a really good chance to to uh, run the table here in district. Uh, but uh, you know, you're gonna have two tough games towards the end of the year, and if you can get to those, you're gonna get to that Garland game um, with. Uh, uh, something that's going to be really important for Rowlett for seeding. Uh, and then also, uh, you know, at Garland, they're going to be fighting with Naaman Forrest. They're going to be fighting with uh, uh, North Garland to get that uh, that final playoff spot. So definitely going to be, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of things that's going to happen throughout the year. I was looking at this football team and I was wondering, you know, they're 5-0. First of all, we've been covering the Raleigh Eagles now. That's our fourth year. They've never gone to the season 5-0. What I think when I'm looking at this football team, Bill, is adjustments of certain things. And we, we saw this in the first four games, the outside of district games, making adjustments and um, bringing – halftime adjustments are huge, but where I think they're – I'm going to tell you where I think they're best. You can correct me if I'm wrong. At the end of the game on a close football game, this team knows what they're doing, when they're doing it, why they're doing What the huge thing is clock management in the last... Because we looked at some of these games, they were you know, in the lead with four minutes left to go, and they were able to run out the clock and still get the victory. Um, clock management has been one of the improvements on this football team coming into this season, and I think we're going to see a lot of that towards the end of the season, especially when you're talking about the Saxe game and the Lakeview Centennial Patriots as well as the Garland Owls. Yeah, and I mentioned it in, in uh, pregames uh, before that how much of a difference there has been with clock management. Because we, we've seen uh, in the past where it, it wasn't executed like like you'd expect. This year it's been above and beyond, and they've done a really good job, and especially with these close games, which, you know, down the road and, you know, into the playoffs, it's definitely going to make a difference for them because they're going to uh, understand the pressure and they're, they're going to be able to know how to react to the pressure and, and put the pressure on the, on the other team. Definitely. As we are here, we're talking to the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna. One more question. We'll get you out of here. Busy man taking a couple of minutes here in the pregame show to talk a little bit about your Rowlett Eagles. As you look at this game, what do the Rowlett Eagles need to do to continue to being 6-0 and going into next week and in order to get the victory tonight at HBJ Stadium? Well, I think it's the exact same thing that I said with North Garland and, and exactly what they did is get on top of them early. Uh, get on top of them quick and, uh, you know, it, uh, uh, take control of this game. And, and that way you can determine how you want to finish out this game. You know, Rowlett, you know, scored 42 points against uh, North Garland in the first half. And, you know, they let their foot off the pedal. Matter of fact, that second half, I think we figured it out. It was under an hour they were able to finish that second half because right. uh, once again it was it was ball control time time control and uh, Raleigh was just able to run out the clock so uh, you know what get out get on them early get on them quick and uh, and uh, you know just uh, coast in the second half like you did against uh, North Garland. Yeah, they're scoring a lot in the first and second quarter this year, more so than in the years past when sometimes they have a little bit of a harder time than scoring in the first quarter, right, Bill? Yeah, absolutely. And I remember uh, the last couple of years, they were real. They 
their worst uh, quarter was the first quarter. They struggled struggled more in the first quarter, and then they got themselves going. So, uh, yes. you know, to, to jump out early and quick is a um, is, is a huge for the thing for them. I think uh, the, there was only one game that uh, they were uh, they trailed or they didn't score first, and I think that was against Louisville when Louisville kicked a field goal. So they've definitely gotten out quick on, in all their games. Yeah, and that that is huge. So uh, all the rest of the games at HBJ Stadium will be a home or away, whatever the case may be. That having been said, it's nice to be at HBJ Stadium. This football team knows how to play right there at home, Bill. Well, finally, and, and we're uh, into week seven of the season, and we've been there once. So it's going to be nice right. to be able to be in our home uh our home chairs here for the rest of the regular season. So, uh, you know, we've gotten to visit uh, uh, everywhere else. Now it's time to settle in where we're at. All right. So now that having been said, last week when we were doing our game, you had the you had the microphone. Okay, you had the microphone out in the crowd. Now we're going to get crowd noise being fed in. But when is the next year? Are you going to start working on maybe doing a creative dive out into the crowd at Williams, which, by the way, is awesome. By the way, um, are you going to do a creative ways to dive out into the fans more so than just stand out there? This time? Because uh, well, the, the the sound you made when I made the suggestion you would dive out there was quite funny. Yeah, I don't think I'd dive out there because I'd probably hurt a few people, uh, if not a lot. But I tell you what, I love that interaction. Talking to those kids uh, the other day, I mean, they were just so excited. And, and yeah. I could hear them as we were on the air. I could hear them out there. And they just love the environment. They love their team. Uh, so it was it was uh, definitely entertaining to get out there and talk to them. And it would definitely be a, uh, fun to get out there a little bit more and get some insight of what they think uh there in the stands, uh, not only from uh, uh, students, but maybe some uh, parents. Uh, maybe I can get them to dive. Maybe. They probably do that. They probably would let us hit the ground, like said, broken bones all over the place. But <laughs> that's the way it is. It, we're going to get a good game here. It's all about preparation. It's all about continuing what they're doing at 5-0, and hopefully getting 6-0 and uh, on the season. Bill, thanks for joining us here on the pregame you show as we get ready to knock it out tonight. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, Sonny. Yep. Definitely. And folks, get, make sure you let people know about the broadcast. We are getting we're getting feedback, by the way, from the broadcast. Thank you very much for the feedback. We appreciate that as well. So that's going to do it for us here on the pregame show. I, Sonny Clark, along with the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna, taking a look at this game. This one's going to be good. It's going to be fun. Coming to you live from HBJ Stadium, it is the Neiman Forest Rangers at homecoming for your Rowlett Eagles varsity football team. So join us on the other side if you're listening to this up until the game or if you're listening to, to us early, 7 p.m. Friday, HBJ Stadium. We'll see you there. Bye-bye.